Hey y'all, it's your girl Samanji and welcome to Avocado and Honey. Um, we are back. It is 2018. I hope you guys um, did whatever's necessary to better yourself for this year and I hope you're prepared to conquer this year with me. Today, I have Christina, the creator of Thick Girl Yoga. Um, she's not only the creator of Thick Girl Yoga, but she also does so many other things. She's also a doula. She creates products. She's a mother. She does so many things, and I want to talk to her about all of that. How are you doing today, Christina? I'm well. How are you today? Thank <laughs> you for having good. me. Yo, thank you for being here. Of course, of course. So, um, today's only Tuesday. Yes. So on Sunday, I attended your self-care um, session. It was like self-care Sundays. Yes, self-care Sundays uh -huh. um, happen every Sunday, 9 a.m. And um, it's time for us to tune in to ourselves mm -hmm. and um, set our intentions for the week and breathe. Right. And, it's yeah. a, and that's a part of Thick Girl Yoga. Yes. So what is, is Thick Girl Yoga? Wow. So um, Thick Girl Yoga was created um, right after I received my certification. Um, to teach yoga and it was because I didn't see too many people who did look like me um, and I know that the benefit that yoga has had for me um, I could be able to give to other women who look like me who are bigger in certain places and um, don't believe that they can get into these poses or they're not flexible or um, you know they just aren't it's not accessible because um, the goal is the goal is is to create a community, a community of um, body positivity, wherever you're at in your journey, um, loving yourself wherever you are, and um, being able to to step into that that greatness and that light that um, that we sometimes dim. Mm -hmm. You know, working, um, taking care of other people, and um, yeah, so I feel like it's important for um, all body sizes, all economic backgrounds to mm -hmm. be able to have yoga, yoga and meditation and um, thick girl yoga is because I'm a thick girl and um, we it's inclusive as well. That's mm -hmm. what I want to, you know, of course, share is that um, body positivity is wherever you are. So, um, yeah, wherever body type, welcome to come and um, sit with us and breathe. That's beautiful. And I, I appreciate that because for a long time, I mean, that was my kind of perception of yoga. Like you have to look a certain type of way in order to do yoga. So like for me, it was like once I lose weight, I'll start doing yoga type mm. thing, you know, and it's just like a couple of like my friends are like, you know, they used to think that, you know, yoga was for white people type thing because we only see like thin white women doing yoga. But it's like everyone can do yoga. And you said that you did it because you want people to have those same benefits from yoga. So what are some of the things that um, you gained or like learned through yoga? Oh, patience. Being in LA with the traffic. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> but seriously, um, being able to breathe and check in with myself. And then um, I believe my yoga training, the training period, you learn more about yourself than than not, in a mm -hmm. sense. Um, I've learned more about myself through the training than I have through college and um, it had me go deeper mm -hmm. so that I can make myself available to help others heal to assist in their journey I have to of course go through my garbage and you know and heal myself as well mm -hmm. so um, I believe it's healing and um, there I also received a after after my initial training I, I did more trainings of course because I'm a a learner mm -hmm. a, a, for life and um, 
I did yoga for trauma with Uprising Yoga and um, were able to go into detention centers and reach out to the children who Mm -hmm. have traumas, who need um, healing and to get in tune with themselves as well. And um, all of that, it gives, I feel like it's one of, yoga is one of those things that, um, that should honestly be free in a sense yeah that it's um it should be as tight as as religion mm-hmm. you know going to sit with yourself and check your breath and make sure you're taking those deep breaths but it helps with flexibility um mind body and spirit you know I would say that I pause a lot mm-hmm. take a deep breath and then I I get right back into it right back into being present and not in my emotions or um, not reacting because of something someone else mm-hmm. has done. So how did you um, even like started yoga? Like, how did you get into yoga? I was going really hard. I started a fitness journey right after having my daughter who's five now and uh, I started running mm-hmm. and I was a chubby lazy kid so the fact that I was running shocked me <laughs> and um, I still wasn't I still didn't have the peace the inner peace that I wanted. I had it while I was running, while I was, you know, moving. I wasn't thinking about anything but lifting my feet and breathing. But after that, everything else will come back. The thoughts, um, the doubts, you know, the the anger, the frustration. And um, I recognized that I needed to do something deeper. So I started looking into yoga online and um, I started doing different poses and recognized that I was flexible. And I was like, okay, I see me. <laughs> and um, I also took a journey to the Self-Realization um, Center mm-hmm. in Mount Washington. And um, I feel there was life-changing, that, that, that moment in um, recognizing that I could quiet my mind and that I, I control my mind. My mind didn't control me. Mm-hmm. So um, for me, that was when everything started so actually I will will say that that happened before so meditation came before yoga Mm -hmm. took a community college class and um, I wanted a grade because I'm a little competitive you know still got stuff we work it through Um, (laughs) yes yes so um, I was like I want a grade for this and it'll count as PE okay I'll take a yoga class and I took it and it it was in the it's in the middle of the city. I took it at West LA College in Culver City, and the traffic on Friday was crazy mm-hmm. going in, and I would float on a cloud right back to the car, and I was good on the way home. You know, I was I was I felt like I was um, I was settled in a sense mm-hmm. of being at peace, and um, the breath. I will the breath is so important, and yoga taught me how to breathe again I was taking really short breaths reacting emotionally hard on my sleeve mm-hmm. and um, it's like no trust yourself trust your womb listen and tune in to you exactly and so it's more than a pose I could do a mean handstand and uh, most people are a little surprised because they're like wow look at that you just, but you're controlling your body mm-hmm. so that's another thing too so um, it's a journey. It's definitely a journey of self-awareness. Right. And um, it's big with self-love and self-care. And it's a big community right now. Mm-hmm. Big community for especially, I want to say, going into the black community and just people of color in general are starting to become more aware of the benefits of 
yoga and meditation, mm-hmm. mindfulness, yes. and um, it's beautiful to yeah, see. Yeah, yeah, I'm so happy. I'm happy that I'm on that journey, and we all are on that journey as well. I'm um, in the beginning though. How would you say it was tough to stay consistent with doing yoga and meditation? I think it was more. It was uh, easier for me to do yoga because I had to move my body mm-hmm. than sit down and be still. So that's that's why I adopted yoga and moving. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I can, um, you know, breathe through the poses. I can't think about anything right. while I'm trying to make sure I don't fall on my face. So um, that's that was, I would say, the, the difference or the, um, what was the question? Um, if it was <laughs> tough to become, to become consistent with doing yoga and meditation. Yeah. And well, more or less sitting down for the meditation, but yoga was, I was a bit more consistent. Um, but then there's times where you fall off. <laughs> we, well, when you fall off, it's the reminder that you're human in a sense exactly. that, okay, all right, but you remember. And when you remember, that's when it's, you know, you have to apply it and it has to become practice. It has to become ritual. And um, I feel like that's how it can be healing is if it becomes ritual where right. it's like okay hey i have to take you know this five minutes this 10 minutes for myself um and at this point it's that way but the mind is a beast yes. it can be a beast yes. so it's like no you don't need to do that mm-hmm. um but it's a matter of recognizing what's going to be the best for you mm-hmm. you know and how are you going to feel after and right. no one has ever you know, say that I regret meditating or I regret doing yoga because um, after it, the, the clarity that comes through, the oxygen is going, is flowing through the body, the blood mm-hmm. is flowing. You're awake, you're present, you're good. So, yeah, I think it's um, it can be difficult initially, but um, creating a support system, you know, finding a weekly class mm-hmm. or, you know, even finding that friend that was interested in take them with you and um it's it definitely it definitely can be fun right you know so I mean I thought it was fun in the the class on Sunday Mm -hmm. and what I like the most too because I told you in the class like that was my first time actually taking a yoga class Mm -hmm. people probably assume I did yoga but no um that was my first time in a class so I was a little nervous because my only experience with yoga was the p90x and I just felt like I did every pose wrong. Everything was just so uncomfortable. So when I came to your class, the self-care Sunday, mm-hmm. um, it was amazing. I really loved how you taught your class because it was me, a beginner, and then it was like an experienced yoga yogi in mm-hmm. there as well. So, um, and you accommodated both of us. And you told, me, you told me what each pose was, which is what I appreciate so I can know exactly what I'm doing. And then you showed me a modified version since I was like in the beginning. And then you gave her the more intense version, I guess. And I thought that was dope. So, and also what I think another thing I thought was dope too is how you incorporated meditation into the yoga class. I know you kind of did explain that on the flyer and everything, but I still didn't expect to actually meditate there. What do you hope people would take away from your yoga classes? I would hope people um, would leave at ease, mm-hmm. just a bit more at ease and in tune with themselves. And when I say at ease, um, there's so much going on in the world and so much going on in everyone's life that we're automatically tense. You know, we hold on to our emotions and our body. So to leave the class and have released some of that and be at ease, I feel is big. Um, but to also be in tune with themselves, to be able to connect to that higher voice, um, to that higher power within them. 
um, and to be able to actually continue to practice. Mm-hmm. That's why I um, I share the the modifications because our bodies are all different, of course, but then our bodies are different at different times right. as well. So in the morning, it may not be as intense as midday mm-hmm. or at night. And to know that um, you have options to get on your mat and do anything is, I think, um, what I would hope would make people want to continue to practice Mm -hmm. and continue and continuing to practice you'll of course be able to see all of the benefits and um they're self-serving but you know they're also for the people who are going to be around you to see you you know not flip when something when something happens that's that wasn't in the plans to happen right yeah and also, too, because you have, you have private classes as well. So yes. How um, do the private classes compare to? How do the private classes compare to the actual like group classes? Um, individual needs. You know, everyone has their individual needs. Um, I have a few older clients mm-hmm. who want to continue to be flexible and mobile, and they they're not attempting to lose any weight or anything like that. But they just want to be active Mm -hmm. and so um, we tailor a plan I also help with nutrition guidance as well and um, I check in with them to make sure they're on their plan and Mm -hmm. they're continuing to work even if I'm not there so it's almost like a a bit more of an individual care um, nurturing you know wellness uh, program for the um, for the private sessions how would you suggest people prepare to come do yoga prepare for yoga class well um some of the the, the the regular guidelines, I know one of them is don't eat two hours before. Mm-hmm. I've had a, a person expel gas in my class before, but that's natural. Right. So, you know, it's <laughs> like, you know, you got to do what you got to do. Um, and if you need to eat, make sure it's something light, you know, some nuts or some juice or something like that. Um, a blanket, a mat, and an open mind. Mm-hmm. You know, I would say um, be prepared to to leave and sleep well you know um it does it it helps to to calm the mind and connect the soul so yeah that's great that's so great (laughs) and you were saying before about like your weight loss journey and everything Mm -hmm. and that's actually how I kind of like found you like years ago Mm -hmm. (laughs) we've been like friends on Instagram for a long time yes (laughs) I was the crazy lady who was doing a survivor mud run Um, I did the color run (laughs) and um, I was literally running away from myself you Mm -hmm. know what I mean Um, I was keeping myself busy so that I didn't have to check in with Mm. what was going on and when you get on that mat you got to face it Mm -hmm. whatever it is it's going to come up and it's going to continue to pop up every time you sit on that mat until you choose to honor it or you know or or deal with it embrace it and um you know and keep it keep it moving so um yeah that's what yoga has brought you know brought me but um yeah because I never would have thought I was gonna be running and stuff (laughs) like I was yeah no no not but you can do literally anything you want yes and that's 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 the truth and I um it's funny I've been called a a rainbow entrepreneur (laughs) because they're of the the many things that I do but I definitely feel everything that I do is connected yes you know um 
it's connected to the the wholeness and the wellness of who we are Mm -hmm. um you know this journey while we're here so um just being able to to step into that I'm thankful mm-hmm. I'm very thankful and you know being um, a follower on Instagram I do see what you're up to and it wasn't up till recently I realized that you are a doula yes. as well yes so what is a doula a doula um well doula uh the the word originates it's a Greek word and it means servant mm-hmm. and I want to find another word for it I can't front mm-hmm. um <laughs> but it, it does mean it does mean servant and I I serve parents, I serve families, um, moms, and it's during the most, I would say, um, the the best time of their lives, you know, where they're transitioning into parenthood or, um, you know, they're, they're dealing with womb work. And I am a full spectrum doula, so I am able to be with women who have abortions, who have miscarriages mm-hmm. as well. Um, but I work in hospitals, I home births, and um, I also do placenta encapsulations. Um, the way that I got into that was... That's my next question. Because <laughs> I felt it. I felt like that was the question. And I was like, are you asking the question or not? Um, the way that I got into that was um, I had this vision of me having a water birth. Mm-hmm. And I was really excited because I'm a Pisces. I'm like, I love water. Water is my thing. I'm going to have a water birth. <laughs> and um, I went to this place on the west side of LA in Venice. And it was, um, the sales pitch was comparing birth, the, uh, the birth process um, to a wedding. So they were charging um, a lot of money, and I left kind of like a little bit, you know, down. Mm-hmm. Um, but I found, I found a post on Facebook, and it was the Community Birth Center, um, which is no longer up. But uh, Rasha at Crimson Midwifery is the bomb. I will put her out there because she's she's once you once she's your midwife, like once you have a midwife, she's always your midwife. Mm-hmm. And um, so you had a midwife for. Um Yes. The birth of your baby? Yes. Oh, and okay. I met her at the same spot that I went to um, the first time. Oh, wow. She had branched out with her own. Who with her that? own. Yes. <laughs> with her own birth center. And my daughter was the first birth um, in her tub. We had a water birth um, at the birth center. I labored at home for 17 hours. Um, I did go to OBGYN at the time. I had mm-hmm. some really good insurance. So I was like, I'm going to do both just to cover because I didn't want to be selfish. Right. Like, I know I knew what my vision was, but there could be other, you know, works that I don't know about. Right. So um, <laughs> I, uh, I went to both. And my daughter came on her estimated due date, which was 420. And I, yeah, I know, right? And um, I wind up meeting my backup doula that mm. day. So I had two doulas there. I had my partner. And I was in labor for 17 hours. And I would do it all over again. Yeah. I felt so supported. I felt loved. There was at one time where I felt scared or in danger or or anything you know what I mean Mm -hmm. and um I was at home as I said for 17 hours and then we went to the birth center and I I gave birth and um beautiful experience you know I didn't know you um had a water birth um so that I guess that explains a lot too Mm -hmm. of how you would want to provide that for another woman as well yes yes it was um it was an experience that I still have to like I still have to write about it, but I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, I went home that we went home that night, and um, 
you know, our midwife came through, Rashad came through and did the checkup. Yeah, I felt I felt supported. I felt empowered. And um, as a woman, I've I didn't I didn't know that I, I possessed that much strength mm-hmm. until I needed to know that I possessed that much strength. <laughs> you know what I mean? So a few years later, I run into Rasha, my midwife mm-hmm. in Lemur Park. And um, she's like, you're already a doula. And I was like, she crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I had already been a doula. My cousin who is is old enough now like to talk back I was there when she was born holding my auntie's hand Mm. and I forgot you know I forgot about that and um it's it's a time where where we need the support as Mm -hmm. women and especially as black women um because the infant mortality rate in America actually is the worst in America Mm -hmm. and black women are dying giving birth yeah that's that's something we shouldn't necessarily have to worry about when we're giving birth dying Mm -hmm. so um knowing that and knowing that knowing how important sisterhood is made me want to step up Mm -hmm. to get my certification um you know to first be a postpartum doula because a lot of moms are forgotten about Mm -hmm. you know um we're supposed to be really caring for our womb once the baby, you know, has, has um, you know, has came earthside so we could heal. Our bodies just went through some, you know, yeah. major, major changes. So um, to know that with this extra information that I've learned and these things that I've, I'm going back to learn, because these are things that are coming from our ancestors mm-hmm. um, on how to heal ourselves. I'm going to go get that knowledge. Right. You know, I'm going to learn as much of it as I can um, because there are teachers out here who are, you know, who are providing it so that we can go back. Because I'm going to go back and share it with, with people who I'm connected with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's big. So after becoming, <laughs> like, um, certified mm-hmm. and everything, what was the, the first experience like for you? Oh, well, the first, the first birth um, that I participated in that I was I assisted in um, was amazing like the oxytocin from my body kept me up for probably like another four or five hours after the 17 hours she was in labor and um, to watch the mom like be with child Mm -hmm. and then to see her with her baby in her arms I just saw her like grow, mm-hmm. you know, like evolve, and um, even her voice kind of changed a little bit, and um, it was beautiful. It was, I mean, to be to be in the room and to be a part of such um, amazing, an amazing experience, life changing experience. Um, it's humbling. Mm-hmm. It's humbling, and women are divine we're so divine we're so magical I feel like my job the my job is just there to be like hey (laughs) you're amazing don't forget it you know I even um I read her tattoos she -hmm. had some tattoos on her arms and one of them um it was uh beauty and strength Mm -hmm. she had the beauty right here and strength and said remember you're strong you're strong you got this you know and I think that's what we need Mm -hmm. you know um someone who looks like us who's like hey 
you got this. Exactly. Don't worry about it. We, I can agree we more. Move through. Yeah. Yeah. So um, that was my first baby boy. That was my <laughs> first baby boy. And um, since then, there's been, I had eight clients my first year, which I felt was like amazing. And like it a also, big deal. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, from uh, the placenta encapsulations, uh, people are. So wait, uh, what is that? Oh, okay, placenta encapsulation. Um, I took my placenta. I will say first and foremost, a lot of the things that I offer that I share. I've used, okay. you know, I've, I've been through it. I'm not, you know, just like, hey, here you go. Go try this. Mm-hmm. Um, but placenta, I, I took my own because I'm an emotional Pisces and my hormones like to go up and down and all that goodness. So I was like, let's try this out. And um, and that's because I've I um, I heard that it helps with postpartum depression. Um, it helps to re-nourish the mother with all of the um, the nourishment that she was given to the baby because mm-hmm. the placenta is connected to the umbilical cord. Mm-hmm. Umbilical cord feeds the baby. So all of the calcium, you know, the, the nutrients and all of that goodness is, is there. And um, what I do is I pick it up from the hospital. Mm-hmm. Most hospitals have, you know, release waivers and stuff like that. And I, I pick it up and um, I take it home. I clean it. I um, steam it. Mm-hmm. And I use a, tri- a traditional Chinese mess traditional Chinese method to steam it and clean it I then dry it out Mm. and grind it and put it into capsules so that's the encapsulation process Um, you can also make tinctures there's people who eat it raw who put throw it into smoothies and stuff like that Um, and then there's also people who plant it up under trees For a fruitful harvest, mm-hmm. and um, that's something that's been done since you know back in the day, yeah. and it's because it's our placenta, and yeah. most people don't know that their placenta is their placenta, and um, it goes into a lot of our makeup, it goes mm-hmm. into our hair products, it goes into skin products, it goes into um, yeah. I did not know any of that. Yes, like the placenta. I've heard of, like, people eating their placenta, mm-hmm. but I re- never really, like, did research to see more about, like, the benefits and things like that. But uh, thank you for yes, informing me of that. Like, something I need to look into once, you know, start having children and stuff. <laughs> but you are a mother as well. Yes, I am. I have a five-year-old super genius. <laughs> um, yeah, she she uh, came through and brought some fire with her. <laughs> I can guess um, yeah, she's a beautiful beautiful amazing spirit on i mean yeah. I, i've never met her but i've been following you a long time so i feel like i know her yes <laughs> yes yeah she um she helps to encourage me she's fearless and i want to keep that fire mm-hmm. do my best to keep that fire lit in her and um you know there's things that i'm doing differently than how i rate how i was raised and um I feel like she gives me my reassurement that I'm doing what I'm supposed to, even when I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. She's like, you got this, mommy. <laughs> and um, I'm thankful. She's actually learning French right now. Wow. Yeah, she's. <laughs> she told me the other day she's um, that uh, I know five languages. Um, she's, she's Brazilian as well, so she knows Portuguese and did Spanish when she was younger with Dora, of course. And um, but yeah, she's she's um, learning so much and picking up everything. And I know she's watching me. And um, you know, I can tell her things, but I rather show her. And mm-hmm. one of the things that um, that's really big that she probably 
she'll understand when she gets older is that we don't buy everything. Right. There's a good amount of things that we can make at home ourselves. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how we have our, you know, our body products. Right. We make those at home ourselves. <laughs> and I'm like, you don't need to buy that. We'll make that at home, too. And we'll make that, too. And there's been a few times where we made it at home. And she's mm-hmm. like, oh. I want to get into both, but I do have a couple more questions on, like, sure, sure. motherhood. Okay. Um, so I, I did see a couple videos on, like, Instagram where, like, you meditating and her in front of you, like, uh-huh. trying to meditate and things <laughs> like that. And, and you're just, like, unbo- like just, like, you can't, like, stop your meditation. Like, she's just like, all right, I'm, I guess I'll continue meditating, too. Mm-hmm. Um, is it Was it tough to get her to be a part of that? Like, being a, a child, you know, children, usually their attention span is just... You know, it's a little bit uh, uncontrollable. Of course. But, um, you know, being meditation where you Mm -hmm. have to sit there and just have control of your mind or just sit there, sit still. Like, was that hard to get your your child into doing that? So, like, meditation and yoga? Because I see that she's pretty involved in everything that you're doing. Because she sees me do it. Okay. If she doesn't see me do it, then I don't think it would stick. Mm. Um, And there's times where I'll sit there and I'll say a couple of words, you know, but I show her that I'm sticking to my practice. I see. So there's times where she attempts to distract me, mm-hmm. and that's those are the those are the funnier those are the funnier <laughs> takes where I'm like, hey, this is real. I'm breathing, and you need to sit. If you're gonna sit and participate, you're gonna participate. If not, you can go sit over there and wait for me to finish. Mm-hmm. Um, but I had her kindergarten teacher tell me um, she woke up from a nap. And she got into easy pose and put her hands on her knees and started to meditate. And she said, I was trying to grab my camera and I I missed it. And I said, don't worry about that. It's totally fine that you don't have a picture because like you telling me that is definitely letting me know that she's watching. Mm -hmm. So for me, I think it's about sitting there and sticking I'm not I'm not saying I ignore her because I don't um but she knows that I'm practicing when I'm practicing Mm -hmm. and um I want her to take her practice as serious that serious when she you know she does hers as well we did um we did mindful jars with uh the Girl Scouts she was a part of a troop for a little bit and um that was another way you know, to show the kids that, you know, we all have those times where our brains get really busy and get really active and we want to, we don't want to sit down. We don't want to, um, you know, be still, but we have to calm down and mm-hmm. allow it to settle. And when it settles, they become more at ease. And it also, it grabs their attention, you know, and with that focus, they don't even recognize mm-hmm. that they're doing a breathing exercise as the glitter falls to the bottom of the jar right so um that's been fun but I think it's it's more or less about um just te- teaching her to connect to herself mm-hmm. when she needs to and um be okay with how she feels when she feels that way mm-hmm. um you know I have do I do simple things like you know put your hand on your heart and feel your heart feel your heartbeat mm-hmm. as you feel the heartbeat you take slower deep breaths and you connect so mm-hmm. there's certain ways that I trick her into doing it too you know <laughs> but um she she watches and I think that's the best way um to teach any child is to actually do it mm-hmm. you know be active and and do what you want them to do so that you know they can see they can see what it's about 
And also too, or not also, but when you were with child, mm -hmm. did you have any expectations um, like about motherhood? And like, mm -hmm. what was the reality of oh. those expectations? I know that I wanted to be a good mom. And I know that's like super, you know, uh, big in a sense of um, a good mom can mean a lot. Mm -hmm. But I know that I wanted to be emotionally available for her. I know that I wanted to teach her some things that that weren't taught to me. And um, I wanted to connect with her. I started talking to her while she was in the womb. Mm -hmm. Like, <laughs> I was talking to her, I was singing to her. Um, she was my best friend before she even, you know, entered Earthside. And that was because um, being a girl and who felt who felt like I I lacked nurturing from my mother, mm -hmm. I wanted to step into that role and um, and be present for her just in any way that I could and allow her to have a voice and be herself. And she's been getting herself dressed since she was two. She's kind of bummed out that she's wearing uniforms now, mm -hmm. but um, she loves colors and she loves to be, you know, loud and dance. And I wanted to continue to just continue to help her to evolve into whatever she wants to be and whoever you know um she wants to be so yeah I think for me motherhood is um has taught me to pause mm -hmm. and recognize that um that everything that were perfect you know everything isn't um but you have your family and it was days when I was working, you know, that regular nine to five, I would pick her up and the joy that she would have would erase the mm -hmm. entire day, you know? So just being present and um, being able to breathe, that was actually the advice that I got from a poet um, when I became when I became pregnant, she said, I said, do you have any advice for me? And she said, breathe. And that was the best advice, honestly, anyone could have ever given me. Mm. Um, but yeah, it's to just be open and be present and um, and love her and love on her. I do, and she and she does it back too, which is like I'm crazy. She's like, come here, give me a hug. And I'm like, okay, <laughs> you know. So um, and the way she treats people and the way um, she shows up, I feel, is, is a reflection of how I mother. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, I see it and I'm thankful that she has such a kind heart and that she chose, I feel she chose us. Mm -hmm. You know, she chose me and her father to, to be here with, you know, to help guide her. So I'm gonna do the best we can and, um, you know, continue to breathe along the way. <laughs> That's so beautiful. That's Thank so beautiful. You. I'm like, <laughs> going to tear it out over here. But um, let's go to the products that you yes. um, that you told her that you can make at home. Yes. <laughs> so what are the, some of those uh, products that you've been making? So um, lip balm, of course. She likes to play in lip balm because she's five. And I'm like, <laughs> we can make that at home. And um, the first lip balm that I made was a honey lip balm. And... I still have people walk up to me. Somebody walked up to me last weekend. It was like, I love that lip balm. So um, that is, um, I feel like one of my one of my favorites. But the other second favorite is the body butter, mm -hmm. um, just because it's creamy and it has a nice scent and um, everything is plant based and all natural, organic. I feel like it's it's a part of the cycle. Mm -hmm. You know, if I'm gonna eat. Um, if I'm going to eat well, then I'm going to put, you know, something on my skin that's right. going to help me to, of course, continue to nourish myself. Mm -hmm. And um, 
Yeah, so that's really how that came. I have aromatherapy mist. Um, I also made um, all-natural deodorant. Um, I have, and I may bring it back, a Cinemask, which is cinnamon and honey Mm -hmm. and um, a little oil. And you put it on your face and give self-love, self-care. Look, all all the time (laughs) it goes goes full circle. So it's the same with, you know, being a yogi and... Um, I've done a little research into Ayurveda, which I may go deeper into, Mm -hmm. but learning that there are certain things that are here to help heal us, you know, and um, a good amount of them are in our cabinet, Mm -hmm. you know, sometimes in our refrigerator. So um, just being aware of of all of that, all of the products and all of the products have like come. We'll see. I really want to make some food, though. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to get some food (laughs) out. Like um, we've been having fun in the kitchen, um, playing with, you know, the almost vegan meals and Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But um, we'll see. We'll see what happens. I told myself I was going to focus this year on, you know, doula, yoga, and Linus Body Shop. So okay. um, we'll see if I have any more time to, to do it. I'm going to still be cooking at home either right. way. You right. know what I mean? Right. So Right, right. <laughs> and um, it's so much to learn, to mm-hmm. unlearn and relearn. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. So um, learning how to cook um, with vegetables or learning how to not cook vegetables and still, you know, be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to Jamaica. Jamaica last year and I received my um, comedic Reiki certification and I had six days of raw food and comedic yoga and um, my skin was all clear mm-hmm. I came back my back pain was gone it was beautiful it was beautiful so um, I want to be able to um, continue to assist people um, with my power mm-hmm. with with me um, learning and um continuing to evolve and get past my own my own things as well um i feel like if we're all if we're still here Mm -hmm. we have work to do exactly you know what i mean so i'm not um i still get upset when people cut me off every now and then and you know i connect back to my breath yeah but i'm not above um anyone in a sense you know so Mm I want people to know. <laughs> I gotta let people know that because they're like, "Oh yeah, you're a yogi," and I'm just like, "Yeah," but you know, sometimes I pop off. Yeah, and I, you know, <laughs> I have to self check. Yeah. You know, the self check is superior. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, check yourself. Like, hey, yo, why you let anyone exactly. mess with your peace? That's all a part of self love too. Yeah, back sometimes yeah. necessary. Mm-hmm. Like. If, yeah. you're, if yourself, your mind, if anything's at risk and you need to pop off in order to get back right, in order to remind yourself, mm-hmm. like, then do what you need to do. That's right. Do, I mean, just don't hurt anyone. <laughs> right. Unless they right. touch you first and then, then that's self-defense. But, um, yeah, I really do appreciate you. Oh, like, everything you. that you're doing, you were right. Everything is connected. And I appreciate you. I appreciate women like you just out here and just trying to help us all get on the same the, the path to our greatest self. Is there anything else you want to add before we get into the Lemonade Pick of the Week? Um, I'm thankful to um, to be here with you. I've been watching you as well and your journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm definitely, um, I'm glad that we were able to connect. Yes. In a sense, like, you know, because there's so many people who are out there, um, you know, online 
who support me and who so we, we are like a community mm-hmm. in a sense yes. and we don't ever get the chance to be like to touch each other and be like hey <laughs> so um to know that um there's a family out there there's a community out there mm-hmm. makes me feel warm inside which is like um it helps me to continue doing what i'm doing because mm-hmm. um everyone is growing at their own level right. at their own pace so um recognizing that i'm being patient for you know my people mm-hmm. as well um but i want i want them i want us to know that this is ours say it one more time please this is ours Yoga meditation is ours, and it is time to reclaim who we are, our power, and be and be be really like put our shoulders back. Yeah, because yes, be yeah. who we are, who we've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. So, um, go try a class. Um, their community classes. Um, sit and do a meditation with your friend. Um, just know that meditation isn't about sitting. Um, you can do a walking meditation. They have laughing meditation. And anytime you're thinking about something a lot, you're meditating on it. I like to say marinate too. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, you know, let it marinate. That's the same thing. You put in, you you put something in it to marinate. It's gonna soak it up. Mm-hmm. So soak yourself up. Take time for yourself, and um, it's important. Um, I saw a post, and I and this will be my last thing. My, I saw a post today that said, um, you know, you'll kill yourself for your job, and once you die, they rehire someone. You know, in the next two or three days. Right. So I would think that. At during this time, we start to put ourselves first right. so that we can take care of our community, we can take care of our families, mm-hmm. and um, do it without giving them the static from from having that job mm-hmm. that's killing us. Right. So um, it's all love, and um, I would love to just bring people, continue to bring people together and connect. Mm-hmm. So um, thank you again. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Girl. Okay. <laughs> All right, y'all. So now it's time for the Lemonade Pick of the Week. And this week, we're giving it to my girl, Keisha Johnson. Keisha created the Give Back Tour. And for that reason, she is the Lemonade Pick of the Week. So let me tell you a little bit about her. Um, Keisha, she is a spoken word artist and a community organizer. So this year, 2018, she decided to travel throughout the 50 states documenting and helping kill the black and indigenous communities. So yeah, so she's going to be going throughout these 50 states, spitting poetry, creating created solely for that individual city so each city she's going to she's going to go to she's going to create a spoken word um for that particular city so it's going to be fresh um off the top of the dome because she got those bars um yeah so so far she's only been to newark new jersey and you can go to at the give back tour on instagram to see um part of the spoken word and just to see you everything else she has planned and just to um go with her on this journey um so yeah we need to support our sister um she's out here really trying to um better our communities and if we can't go out and do it ourselves i feel like we need to support someone who is doing it like christina like keisha and just like everyone else so follow keisha at the Give Back Tour on Instagram. You can also send Keisha some money through the Cash app, which is cash.me backslash dollar sign Keisha, K-I-S-H-A, Nicole, N-I-C-O-L-E. And um, yeah, let's let's keep her going. Yeah, that's dope. <laughs> that's really dope right. idea. <laughs> I was like, what, what? Yes, girl, yes, yes, yes. I'm telling everyone. <laughs> but um, yeah, so Keisha, you are this week's Lemonade Pick of the Week. Woo! Congratulations, Keisha. <laughs> 
All right, y'all. So now it's time for my favorite segment, To Love a Black Woman. And that's where you, Christina, you get to say something that you love either about yourself or you can say something that you love about a particular black woman. So like your daughter, sister, cousin, auntie, or you can say something that you love about black women in general. You're on. Oh, black women. I love y'all. So um, one of the things I love about black women, actually, I love black mamas, black grandmamas, black great grandmamas. Thank you all for your love, black aunties, for your love and for your guidance. Because without you, of course, we wouldn't be here. And we recognize that there's still some healing and some work that we have to do. So um, I say thank you to you. We give thanks for you. And we want you to know that now we're, we're getting ready. A lot of us are, are getting ready to be able to, to stand on your shoulders and continue to lead and continue to nurture and continue to heal. Yeah. Thank you. So now it's plug time. So where can uh, the people find information on um, being a doula, on yoga, the products, and everything? On Instagram, we're Thick Girl Yoga LA, T H I C K G I R L Y O G A L A, and um, that's predominantly I would say it's it's yoga. And, um, you know, I do share meditation things there as well. And some of the clients that come through our community, our Thick Girl Yoga community, and um, our Thick Girl Yoga community is there on Thick Girl Yoga LA. And then on um, Instagram as well, we have Global Lioness. And Global Lioness, I feel, is like my lifestyle blog, but it's also a, it also shares, you know, me dueling and also shares my products the lioness body products um eventually this week well this week we're working on a website to get up um you know get everything connected together um and then on on facebook it's um global lioness christina wary a global lioness and or you can also check out she rose doula on instagram which is um s-h-e-r-o-s-e D-O-U-L-A. Um, I feel like so precise when I spell <laughs> it. Um, and I think that's it. I think that's it. So, yeah, it's, it's a lot of Instagram and, you know, Facebook is there. Well, you know, uh, y'all can find me on all social media platforms at underscore Smangie. S-M-A-N-G-I-E-E. And also, if you want to keep up to date with Avocado and Honey, all things Avocado and Honey. So the podcast, YouTube, and anything else that's going to be going on. Follow Avocado and Honey on Instagram and as well as follow Avocado and Honey on YouTube and wherever you do listen to this podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, tell a friend, spread the word on Avocado and Honey. Again, Christina, thank you so much. We are like... (laughs) <laughs> what is this place called with love yes it's called with love it's i think this is considered still we're still like south la but we're in la we're in the the heart of la and um this is a beautiful spot that is owned by the community oh. um maybe 10 to 12 people from the community have brought this market to south la which is considered the food desert you oh. know and they have fresh produce here yes. fresh organic produce yes. which is really big mm-hmm. so i try to come here and support whenever i can the tea is delicious as well yes. so um, and the fuego smoothie i mean I didn't, i'm not just calling it fuego that's the name of it but <laughs> right? it is it's hot it, it sounds like <laughs> yeah i'm gonna just make up my own name but, but yeah it is fuego though so but, it's appropriate that's right but that's yeah right. so thank you again of course thank and you. you guys see you uh Enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you for listening. As always, 
I appreciate y'all. Yes. <laughs> yes.